Welcome to the Dellingpod with me, James Dellingpod. And I know I always say I'm excited about this week's special guest, but before we introduce him, a quick word from our sponsor. Now, here's an idea for a Christmas present. The gift of health. Well, it'd be a pretty good stocking filler anyway. I'm talking about one of our most loved advertisers, NutraHealth365.com. They do, among other things, vitamin supplements, uh, vitamin D3 and vitamin K2, which together make a really effective booster for your immune system. In fact, I said for the first ad that if this stuff had been available at the beginning of the so-called COVID pandemic, I think nobody would have died. I'm not a doctor, don't take my word for it, but I think a lot of you are quite awake to alternative health and you know how important this stuff is. NutraHealth365.com. You can read all about them on their website. I'm not going to bore you with their advertising spiel. Safe to say that lots of people have been really loving their stuff. I mean, their sales have gone into overdrive since they advertised on the Delling Pod, which I think says much for your discernment. You know what a good product looks like, and you've been coming back for more. So please keep ordering and give it to all your friends and, and, and loved ones in their, in their stockings or whatever. And um, uh, enjoy it. I, I haven't had a cold since I've been taking this stuff. And I normally get, get loads of colds. So that must say something. NutraHealth365.com. Details below. I think there's a hyperlink below this, below this podcast. By the way, if you want your product advertised here, this is a good place for it. You've got a very, very dedicated, responsive audience. And I can tell you, NutraHealth365 love this. Love the, love the sales they've been getting. So give it a thought. Anyway, happy Christmas, everybody. Welcome to the Delling Pod, Alex. Welcome back. Um, I think of you, Thank you Alex, James. Alex, from Thinking Slow, as my witch finder general. Well, you actually, you're one of, I, there's, there are several witch finder generals out there. There's another one. Um, I think Miri, Miri Finch is, is very much a, a witch finder general. Yeah. And I think both you and she yeah. say things that quite a percentage of awake people would rather not hear. And I've noticed this a lot recently, yeah. uh, and it's a real problem with our side. There's a lot of there's, there, there is there are sort of two ways of of looking at the what you might loosely call the resistance movement. There are those who recognise that the people who run the world have got all their bases covered, and that one of those bases that they cover so, is to infiltrate and undermine the resistance movement with people who we think of as being on our side who are actually not whether because they are morally morally corrupt whether that whether they're being paid to do so or whether they're just naive dupes of the system but there are people out there who are these figures i mean i mean one of them for example just recently there's there's been a a spat on Twitter. I don't know whether you've seen it between Bob Moran and Zuby. Mm. Do you, do yeah, you follow I, Zuby? I saw a bit of that. I think Zuby's 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 a rapper. I, I don't and, because and, I yeah I never really understood what, what he was all about, so I didn't I didn't pay any attention. 
Well, that's a very interesting thing you, you say, because you're right. There are these figures who emerge as as personalities within the online personalities within the, within the I, I, what do we call ourselves the, the awake the red pill or whatever and you think well where did he come I from don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, yep. he seems like a good guy he he says some of the things that we like and then here he is doing a pod, podcast with and gloating about Piers Morgan I mean it's like yeah. It's it, it's like getting into bed with Satan and saying, "No, look, we've got to talk to we've got to talk to all sides." I think we need to hear what Satan's side of the argument is because he may have stuff to tell us. You know, we don't want to be an echo chamber. And I'm thinking, yeah. how naive can you be? As Bob rightly says, Piers Morgan should not be be, be uh, have a platform at all. He should be behind bars, frankly. Um, we should not be yeah. treating with these people and we should al- always be alive to the to the possibility that the people we think of our friends are not our friends i don't think zub is a particularly bad example i mean he's just he's i think he's he, he's naive um he, he he's a pollyanna he thinks so oh, let's just, let's talk to everyone and we can all get along but you have got what i like about you alex is that you use metrics which demonstrate in on a sort of scientific level who is who is who is for example artificially boosted you know whose whose traffic is 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 mm. not genuine on 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 social media yeah and i know you're itching to talk to me today mm. about the latest uh, it's a psyop isn't it it's it's it, the, the, this the this, story this that came out of new zealand about this guy who'd apparently had devastating information on the true nature of the vaccine deaths in in uh, this was apparently the smoking gun that uh, tell tell us a bit about yeah. about about the background to this well like you said it was a guy who uh, released uh, 2.2 million records of new zealanders from the 4 million who had been vaccinated and it was only a, a vaccination database. Obviously, the unvaccinated never made it into that database. So he released roughly half of the records for the vaccinated. And um, um, what, it, what it is, is when you think about it logically, when you start with some data and then say, well, what conclusions can I make? You're on a hiding to nothing, you know, because everything works the other way. You've got to think, what do I need to prove? And therefore, what's the data? When you start with a half piece of data, you, you're stuffed right from the beginning. So there was no prospect of them ever really determining anything particularly useful from that data. So this whole circus of all lines and charts and people pontificating the curve should go up, down, it's all essentially nonsense. And it, it's doubly nonsense because what you actually need is available more or less in the official records. So it's it's a complete blind alley. It's it's a massive blind alley, which a lot of people are now rushing down. But let, 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 I say, yeah, before we, we move on to why why it's it's bunk, let's let's just just take a step back and look at how it's yeah. presented to us. I mean, I had never I had never heard of this yeah. guy before. Well, the, okay, fair enough. There's no reason why one one necessarily should have heard of somebody in New Zealand, but. This was a story that 
I noticed popping up on my various social media on 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 Telegram and X and 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 Twitter rather and 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 so on. And one's one's immediate reaction when you see a story like this is is should I be retweeting this? Should I be jumping on it? Is this is this important? Lots of people mm. are amplifying this <laughs> this story. People I I, yes. I sort of more or less That's trust the key to to whether it's legit or not. Yeah. Well, because most of us haven't got time I think that's to... that's key to understanding. But, but that's it, isn't it? I mean, it, it's the yeah, nature I've been of... working a week solid. I've been working a week solid on that data with, with uh, William Briggs, who is the world-class statistician. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's also a US Air Force cryptographer. And we... T I mean, he's done more work than I have. Um, but I've been... You know, I did, a, I did an interview with him and we walked through everything. So it takes that long... To know the truth it's not like you said you can't just oh yeah that makes sense or oh no it doesn't you have to really dig in and see what's going on yes but this this is this is precisely what if it is a psyop and i think it is this is precisely what they are relying on they want the story to to go around the world and be amplified before anyone has time to check whether it's a real story so that so that by the time yeah. you you come along and William Briggs come along and say, hang on a second, this doesn't stand up already by that stage. Lots of awake yeah. people yeah. have 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 been sharing this story and going, wow, this is the smoking gun. I mean, there was the, the, you showed on the video yeah. a woman talking about mother of all revelations. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's when it was obvious this is a, a PSYOP because watching that video uh, where they're picking care homes, they're picking the very elderly and they're saying, oh, my God, over 20 percent died or whatever the number is. Well, hang on a minute. This is a two year window, essentially, in this database. And unfortunately, a fact of life is uh, average residency period of a care home is about two years. So right. if you look at the vaccination records of a care home over two years, pretty well, a lot of those people who took that vaccine will be, will unfortunately pass away. That's, that tells you nothing about anything. So you knew they were just, you knew it was sound bites and it was total bullshit, quite frankly. They were just uh, cherry picking in the worst possible way, these alarming numbers like 20%. And then as you said, everyone's like, oh my God, 20%, 20%. And I'm like, 20% of what? where and when you have no idea you're just, you're just repeating a number you don't actually understand that has no credibility whatsoever so that so the headline story was what 20 percent of all those who took the vaccine in new zealand were and well in the there have been those claims but they started with a batch um and they looked at this batch number one, and uh, it's a, it's a long, boring story, which is on the video, but it's it's completely unrepresentative that they 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 literally cherry picked. I mean, like, the equivalent would be to say this guy took a vaccine and then he died, therefore this vaccine is one hundred percent deadly. That is yeah. that's just as a reliable a statement as saying twenty percent. It's really just completely fabricated. Sure, but but let's just 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 get. I'm, I want to unboring the story because I because I I think it's the, okay. the danger with these stories that one can get so bogged down in the technical detail yeah. that people just kind of yeah. their eyes glaze over. Yeah. I just want to want to be clear here. Yeah. What 
what people were sharing excitedly on social media. That They were sharing this damning evidence which seemed to show that a quarter almost of all those people i mean i think it was between 20 and 25 percent wasn't it of all those who took the vaccine were either dead or 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 gonna die is that right yeah but it's garbage because you in that in that group of 2.2 million you can pick and choose any number you like and that's what they did i can tell you overall over the whole group of 2.2 million 1.7% 1.7% died over roughly the two years that that database covers, which is roughly speaking normal mortality in New Zealand. And then that makes sense because yes, they've got excess deaths in New Zealand, but they're in the order of a, a couple of thousand, depending on how you calculate. So, you know, your, your, your pool of even potential vaccine deaths is somewhere of the order of 2000. So, you know, if you start coming from 20%, 20% of 4 million is 800,000. I mean, it's total, absolute garbage. You know, it's, it's, it's so obviously nonsense. Right. So, in fact, there is absolutely nothing to see here in this. Story. Do, and do we know anything about the guy? Because Can, wasn't the story that this guy had been, had he been imprisoned or... or, or what had been done to yeah, him? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I can tell you, I can tell well, we can come back to that. But a big giveaway, if you want to do it now, is how what he did immediately after he was on bail. He then went on to Infowars and gave a um, TV presentation and discussed all the data again. And the police said he didn't breach his bail conditions. And he like, sorry, you, you know, you sent in a mob to arrest him, apparently, and rough him up and haul him in let him go the next day and he goes on to Infowars and discusses all the data again and that's n- not a breach of his bail conditions. It, it's totally insane. I mean, it, that makes no sense whatsoever. And it was a local it's... person in our group in New Zealand that put me onto that. Ah, so yes. It so, doesn't so make I, sense. I, I was, so, so I was right. The, the, this, the, he was actually um, arrested and and put in prison briefly for this it it reminds me a bit of um did you see the tommy robinson being arrested at the at, at the, the 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 pro-israel uh rallies and then amazingly despite having been arrested yeah. he was able to make a for some reason they the gave guy him himself... standing waiting for him yes <laughs> that's yeah, it does feel like that a little bit. Yeah, and they, and they not, do I mean, we they... don't know what the bail conditions were, but you, but you could definitely say he wouldn't be allowed to go on a huge internet platform and start talking about the thing he's just been arrested for. I mean, it's, it just it just stinks. That part of it stinks, and of course, it's like everything. You look at what happens to real dissidents, and there was a, a real dissident in the COVID days in New Zealand who was going to anti-lockdown meetings, and he, he was absolutely pummeled for breaching his bail conditions. They they went and arrested him, and, you know, there's all kinds of footage, but this guy, whatever his name is now, Barry, uh, Barry Young, I think it is, he's free to go on on uh, Infowars with Alex Jones and do, do a huge podcast, no problem. I mean, it's like, did, what, are you kidding me? Did, did, you, did you watch his Infowars podcast? I did, and this is uh, this is where this is the hardest person in the resistance for me 
to criticize and i have to say i think something has happened to alex jones because he said he also said 17 percent of people that took the pfizer jab died within a year and again it's like well hang on a minute four hundred thousand people took this uh took this pfizer jab so you're saying you know best part of eighty thousand are dead i mean it's total bullcrap and you know alex jones for years has prided himself on his research you remember he always has all his papers on the desk and he waves them and everything's sourced and then all of a sudden he says a number that is utter garbage obvious garbage and that's like whoa that's so out of character and and that really made me think well yes you did you did you did warn me that you were going to have a have a go at alex jones and did i feel there's no pleasure in it because i i like the guy i he's I, and you know he he was there for 20 30 years before anybody else and his research is meticulous it was meticulous and then all of a sudden he does this and it's so out of character and like you said this there's something about this story uh that it has to be amplified and of course russell brand is the other amplifier of this story is he yeah because uh the guy the guy who's running this circus is a guy called steve kirsch who seems to be in the middle of the whole circus. And he went on Russell Brand. And again, uh, you know, the, the clue is in the amplifier because um, Russell Brand, if you look at his Twitter feed, in literally two and a half years, he, he mentioned the word vaccine on two occasions, two and a half years, and not once in the whole of 2022 and the first half of 2023. I mean, it's, it's unthinkable, right? You, you, you don't mention that word. so. Russell Brand either made a strategic decision or he was told you do not talk about vaccines. So he just put his finger fingers in his ears through everything, through the myocarditis, through the through the ovary scandal, through the VARES, through everything. He just he did nothing. Okay, now people will write in and say he did something here and there's half a video there. But in the big scheme of things, in two and a half years, to mention the word vaccine twice means you've decided to not touch that issue and let the harms and everything else just go on and ignore it so all and of he a didn't... sudden he's gone from that to to picking this i mean he did a couple of other things in october november but this is the story he jumps on right he doesn't jump on the ovaries he doesn't jump on the myocarditis the young young boys he doesn't jump on uh, the sperm count all of that stuff is documented are calculated by serious people and i tell you the big one of all is fenton and professor martin neal made a calculation pretty good calculation fifty-one thousand vaccine deaths in the uk that's like an official paper they did and posted nobody has touched that paper and it's like it's directly related to us to the uk and it's credible because all the workings are there and instead that's... of that we we jump on a new zealand leak story which has no legs i i wasn't um familiar with the um with the with the fenton paper um clearly i well, you're not supposed to be that's the whole point yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um well uh <laughs> fifty-one thousand is a lot is yeah. it one doesn't need to amplify it, it anymore with with 20 percent figures Fifty-one thousand lives lost how did they how did they reach that yeah what, what, what data did they use 
Uh, well, you know, and th this is the great thing about this whole New Zealand uh, nonsense is you, you essentially can only really reach uh, a sort of top-down estimate like that through VAERS. So they took the UK VAERS numbers, which is and the they adjusted adverse. adjustments for under. Yeah, it's the adverse adverse reactions, and yeah. they just did some simple adjustments for underreporting. So they said, okay, this has been underreported by a factor of X. And then, you know, of that X, let's say, I don't remember the exact numbers, right? So they would say, let's say 40% are wrong because it's co con co confounded with something else. That leaves us 60%. And of that, we think, you know, X, Y, and Z. And, and that ends up with 15,000 direct deaths from vaccine and 35,000 or 36,000 from underlying conditions that have been worsened by vaccine. So and you turbo just add, add the, and the, the 15 and the 36 and you're at 51. And it's, it's very credible. And it's starting from the adverse reaction database, which is the right place to start from. If you start from this New Zealand thing of all cause mortality for 2.2 million, you can't get anywhere. It's just like, it's a, it's mission impossible from the beginning. So you've mentioned three big names there. And I think that there are lots of people uh, among the awake for whom these people are their go-to guys. I mean, I, I, Russell Brand, for example, mm. I get in my Telegram channel, I would say that there was a significant proportion of people there who say, well, we shouldn't, we shouldn't um, question Russell Brand because his reach is so enormous. <laughs> he is red-pilling people on a scale that we ordinary mortals could never, yeah. uh, could yeah, never yeah. achieve. Yeah. And, and, and look, even if maybe he is wrong, you know, even if he was the, um, the, the, the monarch handler of his ex-wife. right. Yeah. People, people, people say, I, I don't want to know. And look, he was, uh, they, they, they raise these rape charges against him. Clearly, he's been cancelled. He must be a good guy. And here you are demonstrating yeah. that he, that's his function. He's amplifying yeah. misleading... Yeah, nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing is, you know, I say to these people, okay, he must keep this fantastic platform in order not to warn you about vaccines. Is that why we need this fantastic platform? He never mentioned it. What what benefit is there to you of him not telling you anything? He explain why this thing is a sacred asset. Of course, it's a fantastic asset for him, but for, for the for sort of humankind, it's totally useless. Yeah. And, and of course, it, it floods out all the traffic we could get because we're trying to actually say something useful. I mean, I've been plugging away on this vaccine thing since December 2020, telling people this thing is not properly tested. And, you know, people will go and watch Ross Brown because he's the, he's the truther, but he, he didn't warn you about anything. And that's a, that's a problem for people. They need to get their heads around this. And just one yeah. thing on the, on the press stories on the rape thing. I don't, be, you know, if it's, uh, I don't believe the press a lot, but, um, at all that one sure. is it's got i i you know that the press don't lie about everything so i mean that's about as much as i could say i don't think he is a good guy by any means yeah yeah i think is is the term for this stuff flooding the zone they they sort of 
they, they yeah, put out precisely um it, 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 misleading you know, information I, you, you look at it you look at it what what they what have they achieved with this right what the big the big aim is to hijack the anti sort of vaccine movement so the deep state runs the vax movement and therefore they need to hijack the running of the anti-vax movement so your go-to people like this steve kirch is the ringleader now of this sort of anti-vax uh, movement i guess in some way so um so he so firstly he's sort of grabbed ownership and he's a guy i don't really um get on with let's say for a number of reasons he's got no he's bringing a completely fraudulent essentially case that will collapse and um and he's splitting the an the anti-vaccine movement because he's got a lot of fans who now are on at me yes. like just stop uh, being divisive and get behind him because we're all in this together and i'm like no 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 we're not in this together this guy is doing a distraction and we're doing the the right thing and I'm glad you use the the D word um, because yeah. uh, it was there was this morning my friend um, Charlotte Baroness Burnley on 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 Twitter was saying that that now she'd got now she'd got more followers she was worried she, she was she was feeling this urge to rein her rein herself in lest she be seen as this divisive figure. And I hear this word mm -hmm. divisive used a lot. Uh, it, it normally goes with the phrase, mm -hmm. let's not be an echo chamber. Let's build a coalition. Um, mm -hmm. Let's sh show a united front. Mm -hmm. all, these, all these notions, which sound like they make sense. Of course, you know, there aren't many of us. And the last thing we need is to split into factions. Yeah. But it seems yeah. to me that the people yeah. who are demanding that we censor ourselves or we give the benefit of the doubt to everybody uh they are doing yeah. our cause no favors because they are allowing wrong uns no. to yeah to, to yeah. poison the wells that's the problem steve yeah. kirsch by the way i was you know on my on my list of people that i've thought i, I I had been thinking one day I'll get around to doing a podcast with Steve Kirsch because even though I know nothing about him, I, I know he's an American millionaire. I don't know how he made his money, but I know he's been quite prominent in talking about vaccine injuries. Um, but what? So what you say is very interesting. What? What? What's this case he's he's launching, which which he knows he's going to lose? What is the? He is really the ringleader of this whole leaking of the New Zealand data. And it's a blind alley that can go on for a very long time. He, he's the ringmaster of that. And I, he's very um, confrontational and he wants everyone to argue with him about the methodology. And um, I'm saying, well, listen, you know, everybody agrees there's excess vaccine deaths way above what the government of New Zealand or any government acknowledges. Let's take that as a given and work on getting that into the hands of the bureaucrats. And it's like, no, you've challenged my methodology and, you know, you've got to show the curve should be this way and not that way. And I know it's a blind alley because there's, I mean, William Briggs is one of the best statisticians in the world. Um, you know, as you said, he's, he's assistant professor of um, Cornell and a former US Air Force cryptographer. And on our podcast, we, we go through that curve and the assertion it's got to be flat is just nonsense. So the whole, the whole thing is a circus. So I'm not going to, yes. and he wants fighting because then he also splits the anti-vaccine 
group because he's got a lot of fans and i'll end up as the bad guy you know the black sheep yeah uh, and because we'll have this fighting and i'm so, i'm not doing that it's not it's not helping anyone and it's it's divisive but that's what they want they want the division i've had i've had a few of these experiences that i've i've had at least half a dozen people on the delling pod who with hindsight i really 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 should not have given airtime to and the problem is that when you take them on when you question the veracity of their claims when you ask them to source what they're saying to to, to demonstrate that the, what they're telling us is credible that we're not just taking them on trust um when you do that our side a portion of our side get really defensive and they blame you they shoot the messenger and of course what they don't realize is that they are doing the enemy's work for them it is not your fault or my fault 100%. it is ultimately the fault of the yeah. people we're criticizing i i wouldn't i wouldn't attack anybody body without evidence you know i mean i lost yeah i lost a lot of caused a lot of upset and turmoil on my telegram channel this time last year when i stood up for andrew bridgen um because because I, I i knew him knew him of old and it seemed to me at the time that that look come on this guy has lost his lost his um conservative um the the whips have, have kicked him out of the conservative party he's lost everything yada 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 he's standing up speaking to empty chambers so it seemed to me at the time that he was worth defending and but this is how it works isn't it this is how the system works they want you to they they want yeah. this division um and they want to make us look paranoid yeah. and they want to make it, but the paranoia as you suggested is absolutely justified our side is riddled with yeah. judas goats controlled opposition yeah. um gatekeepers you know, I, I i could name i'm not going to but i but i could be spicy and and do so yeah close personal friends of mine who i now realize are gatekeepers on steroids and it's it's yeah, it's yeah. it's depressing it's nauseating um but it's true yeah now i i was almost in tears when alex jones said that 17 because uh of of those vaccinees uh have died in new zealand because he he's gone something's happened to him and it's a tragedy for me he's he is literally the ultimate sort of truther and that it's it's like a blow to the heart and i cuz he he knows that's bullshit right so why did why did he why did he say that what's uh but anyway i just wanted to come on to your point and i've i've made this point uh the the wider issue is integrity right and then you know that could feed into christianity but the issue is a lack of integrity we literally have essentially zero integrity in society and if we don't get some people with integrity in those positions of influence we're we're done for so you know sitting there and thinking oh okay russell brand you know he's got some rape allegations against him he didn't tell anyone at all in two and a half years about vaccine dangers but you know what he may he may come good and it's like what are you crazy i mean it's 
you know, this guy is not who you want to be following. And it's an integrity question. And that's back to your Zuby thing. It's like, it's an integrity question. Do you go and kiss up to Piers Morgan and you say, on principle, I would talk to you? That's what it's all about. Yeah, exactly. It's, um, I, this is, this is one of the, another of my irritations. I don't know whether you, you share this. People who say, people who try to, to bring in Christianity as though this has any relevance to this. The idea that, no, as, as Christians, we should really be prepared for, for the possibility mm-hmm. that somebody might repent. And you're thinking, well, mm-hmm. hang on a second. I'm, I'm all up for the possibility they might, but let's, let's, let's deal with that when they actually do repent, but not, not yeah. simply yeah. be, yeah. well, it, I, 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 I call it um, being wise as doves. You know, Christians are enjoined to be wise as serpents and gentle as doves. They're not, they're not enjoined to be wise as doves and just let the enemy roll over them with every, every possible wicked wile that, that they can get away yeah. with. That is not the yeah. deal. That really is not the deal. And if you, there's another it's not the deal. biblical phrase, by their fruits shall you know them. That's what Jesus tells us. And if their fruits are, so are, obvious, are poisonous, right? yeah, uh, nobody was prepared to do that. Look simple facts in the face and say, "Okay, that's a fact," and I, I have to live with it and um, move on from there. They they want to believe. They want to believe, and they they'll suspend their their own uh, judgment. And it's, it's sad, really. Um, I I am slightly surprised. I have to say, Alex, that you are only now beginning to suspect Alex Jones because yeah. I can tell you that Bill Cooper and Bill Cooper was you know who's the conspiracy theorist conspiracy theorist although apparently he too was an asset an intelligence asset but he may have been he may have may have come round um, but I think he his job originally was to flood the zone I think that then he's then he saw the light but Bill Cooper was was at, was adamant that that uh, Alex Jones was not to be trusted, and that he was a, a gatekeeper, mm-hmm. whatever. And, and I mean, I don't want to go into too many details about the Sandy Hook thing, but it's but it but it seems to me that that, that the Sandy Hook case that Alex Jones was publicly seen to lose, and 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 uh, which was seen to cost him a large amount of money, that that in itself was another another psyop saying if you're thinking yeah. of making claims about false flag operations or, or 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 if you're claiming that these massacres of 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 innocent children are are faked as as um Oli damagard keeps telling us that they're all they're all psyop if you're going to be one of those people who who, who says that be prepared to be taken for the to the cleaners by our corrupt court system which is not going to give you a fair hearing yeah do you not do, yeah. does that not raise a red no. flag for you that case um i didn't i didn't follow it to to to, to be honest really i mean i've listened i mean you know i look back at his early days i mean surely he was genuine then because he really was 15 20 years ago calling out the great reset and uh well you know i'm just that's if... where i formed a judgment and Look, it's. I think it's a. It's a, a hall of mirrors, and you, okay. Just because somebody tells you the things you want to hear, um, just because somebody has made predictions years ago that have come true, these 
of themselves are not proof that these are good guys. That's that could just be part of their 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 cover story. Because how do you how do you win over skeptical people? How do you how do you how do you um, infiltrate a, a movement of people who are paranoid, who don't trust authorities? What you do is you enable them to lick to leak information which seems detrimental to the authorities and that gives them their their credibility i mean it's a bit like police undercover um sort of yeah. people who in- infiltrate who pretend to be drug dealers or whatever they have to make a few deals to to yeah. to persuade people yeah 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 i'm sure and, of that and, and also you know for the people that think of us as paranoid you, ha- you have to admit that okay we know that these celebrities are all paid to push the jab you know we know that the government's in bed with all social media to censor stuff we know we know these pharma companies are spending huge amounts of money on lobbying on advertising um uh, uh, but but we can't countenance the fact that you know a whole bunch of people that they're going to spend the extra few pennies to make sure you know our movement's stuffed full of these uh judas goats i mean of course they're going to do that they're not going to spend the 100 billion and then save the 5 million by not having judas goats everywhere did you not see it also as a red flag? I mean, I I loved, I absolutely loved the um, the Matey interview, hangout podcast, whatever that Tucker Carlson did with Alex Jones, where these two guys retreat to the backwoods, um, and it turns out that uh-huh. Tucker Carlson, despite being despite his preppy demeanor, Alex Jones claims that that um that tucker is is really hardcore and tucker in turn <laughs> says you know i was i used to think that alex jones was this was this crazy crazy kooky guy but actually hang on a second he was right he predicted nine you know he predicted twin towers months before it happened and and he came up with all this okay. information and and maybe maybe you know how can i dispute what he what he says and it was all this cozying up was the prelude to alex jones being readmitted to twitter yeah and presumably this whole yeah. thing was orchestrated by elon musk who himself i don't think is exactly a 100% no. stand up guy so you've got okay. No, he's he is he is. Uh... Oh, go on. Do you trust him? No. Um, and it it was almost a brainwave because uh, I did a video two years ago. I've had so many uh, like sort of palm <laughs> palm hitting moments this week or so. I did a video in twenty twenty one called Digital Hell, which describes a Microsoft patent, which is essentially a guy sitting permanently at a computer with wearables or implants which means basically plants and he's hooked up to a central system and he gets allocated or she a task and the implants work out from brave brainwave activities whether the task has been performed and if it has the person gets a cryptocurrency to his account and i was just sitting there and thinking oh that's that's twitter essentially that's what twitter's going to become it's going to become this will be the metaverse 
window essentially will just be sitting here all the time and and, and we're wasting well I'm wasting collectively and i am a little bit as well more and more time I mean, you open those twitter spaces and there could be there could be five thousand i don't know twitter people sitting in twitter spaces and you think what are you, what are you actually doing you know and there, there's and this is it's sucking you know it's sucking more and more time into the system and i think it will morph into that microsoft patent that's the end game for it and then you suddenly realize oh you need someone who's interested in in implants and someone who's interested in an ai to run the task allocation i was like does anyone got any suggestions who might be interested in uh implants and running ai who also happens to own twitter i mean it's it's just too many little pieces come together at that point and it's all documented so anyone can can look at that patent so what it, it sort of harvests our loosh as it were it it, it harvests our, our our energy is that how it works yeah yeah i think you well you just i mean there's been various theories about what the tasks are and they could be just catch par you're just sitting there literally doing wasting time on this system and okay and, and presumably also the function is to um It's, sorry, it's very weird, Alex. I can, I can see. You, 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 I don't know why your video is so shit. Well, my, actually, your video is always so shit. Are you talking now or not? Yeah. No. No. Good. <laughs> I'm seeing like an AI version of you on the screen. Answer. Okay. But th so the function of, of of Twitter is is precisely to do the very thing that we've been talking about this this whole podcast, which is to split people up into factions, into rage factions. Yeah, I mean, yes, absolutely. I mean that we've known for a long time, but um, I, I stumbled into a sort of leftist pro vaccine um, Twitter space, and these guys are so far gone. I mean, so far into the quasi-religion of the vaccine they're just beyond any kind of reason or anything and it, it's pure i mean they've gone f so far off on their chamber they'll never come back to they reason or rationality or facts oh yeah i think they're real people but they've they've really lost it it's their religion I mean, I... now and you, there's just no way you can talk sensibly i've certainly encountered this that people who have had lots and lots of shots are so invested in in the idea that they haven't signed their own death sentence that their their defense mechanism is to go aggressively out into the world and 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 shout out for the thing that, that as it's as if the more they sing the praises of the vaccines the more it will protect them from the effects of those vaccines which they probably fear deep down therefore if they keep shouting about how good they are maybe yeah. it'll sort of it'll become their reality well i mean that's an okay cope mechanism certainly better than reading any technical papers about what this thing is doing because that you know that would really send people into extreme level of worry so it's probably better that they're shouting it's brilliant than it's too late now this is the whole point about all these um 
the vaccine skeptics they all start shouting after the after the vaccine rollouts finish they all suddenly switch sides and tell you about the dangers i mean i want to lynch some of these people i wouldn't want to be their followers on social media that to me is also a mystery you know uh okay russell branded out of doing anything but uh you know my famous uh my famous friend dr campbell you know steadfastly recommended these things before flipping and saying oh they're terrible i mean i would want to i would want to, to lay hands on him for that i wouldn't be sitting watching his next uh, you know words of wisdom I, that to me i find strange the, there have been suggestions that quite a few of the the doctors um who seemed to be of our party during the covid fake pandemic were all along actually batting for the other side um do you have any thoughts on that yeah i, I lost you there for a bit um yeah i'll i'll make a note so that we can edit that bit out because it's boring <laughs> um i don't normally I turn I, my I, vpn I, I, off now so it should be better uh, yeah i'll leave do you, I'll want me, leave... do you want me to go then what no did yeah, you hear I my question to say about that no no what i was asking you was there were these various figures um with connections to the medical industry who emerged during the, the the fake pandemic as figureheads for our for our skeptical cause and there have been suggestions that some of these people are not what they pretend to be yeah yeah i'm afraid I'm, i have to agree with mary about the you know if you know the name they're in the game i think it's almost without exception and the, the thing that also struck me is um the three let's say three main vac anti-vaccine you know the vaccine hesitant now who are the vaccine hesitant russell brand who who from about october 23 who did nothing literally until then sat through the whole thing dr john campbell who initially promoted it for a fair while before flipping and andrew bridgen who coerced care home workers happy to coerce care home workers into being forced to take the vaccine and also promoted it many times throughout 2021 those are the three vaccine resistant people look at the guys who are against it bakhti nowhere yaden nowhere hodkinson nowhere carhill nowhere not one single person who was against the vaccine from the beginning and who was right has any oxygen no airtime nothing front people for the vaccine resistance all either did nothing caused people or recommended it is that is that just the way the cards fell is that just the way the demand fell from the public well we actually want to listen to the guys that told us to get it because they're really you know because they've woken up now so they're going to be so much more credible we don't want to hear from carhill or hodkinson or any of those guys we're not interested in them we want to hear from the guys that told us to get is that the way just the cookie crumbled or is are these guys making sure that the more flexible people are heading this cause you're right about yeden and, and dolores 
Carhill, um, I was lucky enough to to be put onto her really, really, really early on in the when I still kind of believed that there was this deadly disease coming out of Wuhan, and I'd seen the videos of people <clears throat> collapsing, and I'd I'd seen, I'd heard phone conversations recorded in Chinese of people trying to get into hospital and discovering that all the doctors were dead. It was like, you know, it it was like a sort of dystopian drama on Netflix for real. And then I had this Which it was, essentially. It was, exactly. Yeah, it was. Um, (laughs) And I had this long chat with Dolores Carhill, who said, you know, watch out for when they try and introduce these vaccines. And I, uh, no one was even talking about vaccines at the time. It wasn't. It, it yeah. was. It was also yeah. new and shocking. Yeah. And so she was the one that first alerted me that something was not right. And then, and then, of course, Mike Yeadon confirmed it. And you're right. These people. I don't know what even know what's happened to Dolores Carhill. She's been because dis- I mean she had a very successful career. She was um, at one of the leading universities in Ireland. Um, she had a very successful yeah. track record in the 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 uh, virology stroke immunology industry, and yeah. if she was saying it, yeah. Um, but she's she's disappeared now. She's been like roundly discredited by the establishment, hasn't she? Yeah, that's again. I mean, I'm I'm saying my conspiracy theory piece here that I don't think it's an accident that the people who are super well qualified, who were right from the beginning. Are nowhere and the and the kind of said charlatans. I mean, what's Russell Brano about vaccine? I mean, really seriously, uh, those are the they're your approved heroes. You know that famous quote. Um, I can't remember the guy's Albert name. Pike. Third degree, Albert, Albert Pike. Pike. It's it's like literally that's what they do. Yeah, if, if you need heroes, when, we, we when they need them. a hero, we will provide one. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, it, it, it's, it's very, very hard to, to know who we can trust. But I think you're right. As a rule of thumb, the smaller their reach. I think it's easy. I think it's easy. Yeah. I, look at this New Zealand thing, right? This is such a classic because there's a small group in New Zealand who I'm talking to now called NZDSOS, which is a group of doctors who have been against the vaccine. They've been filing court papers. They've been filing police claims. They've been writing letters. You will never hear about those people because they're genuine and they want to stop the vaccine harms. We will only hear about Steve Kirsch, who is pushing an empty BS, non, a hopeless blind alley project, and all the attention will be on that, and we will never get to hear about NZDSOS, who are real deal. You just need to look at their website to feel the kind of passion they have. That's the real deal. Those are the guys in a trust because they've got no no publicity, no funding, no oxygen, no thing. But they're working their backsides off to you know stop this and get some justice for the vaccine injured. So that those are the people you trust. I've never met them, but I just see from the website, I, I, these are my guys. Whatever they need and we can help them with, we'll do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking actually about this recently, about uh, the people on our side who don't want to think ill of people who, are, who purport to be on our side under any circumstances. And one of the lines they use 
is, well, look, if they're giving out good, useful information and raising awareness yeah. among people that, that might otherwise yeah. not get this information, then they yeah. must, yeah. then what they're doing is fine, even if they themselves are not yeah. 100%. And anyway, yeah. we mustn't purity yeah. spiral. We mustn't, we mustn't expect everyone to yeah. be perfect. Yeah. No, I mean, that, that is the argument of utility versus sort of morality. And my point of view, again, is I think our crisis is in morality. It's not in, it's not in vaccines and lockdowns and anything. It's in morality. And you cannot therefore be an, uh, an allied with people who are immoral because you're just perpetuating the problem. That, that's the fundamental problem. That's why it's hopeless to, uh, line up with these people. And it also means you've got to airbrush from your mind the Milgram experiment that we had where these guys all exposed themselves. They all, they had the Milgram experiment, the, you know, the Piers Morgans and the, uh, the spectator guy, what's the, uh, what's his name? The squish guy. Um, who? Which? I can't remember now. The, el the older sort of guy who was the editor of the spectator. Um, uh, Andrew Neil. Oh, I, th I think Andrew Neil, those guys, all their cards on the table and another one who's his cards on the table. That, yeah. And the other one was George Galloway and he's, he, he's a massive authoritarian and he airbrushed out this clip. He absolutely went, we should do Chinese style. We should do military. Everything should be locked down. And then you realize, okay, well, this guy is basically a communist. You know, he, he, we hit the images of cheeky chappy, tweak the nose of power, foreign policy rebel, but domestically he's a communist. And he came out with a video saying like, shut everything down, use the military. This is it. And you know, this is what we're going to do. So all these authoritarians, they put their cards on the table. We're prepared to coerce our fellow citizens. We don't care about their informed consent rights. We don't care about their free freedom of movement. We don't care about anything. It's like like Schwarzenegger said, you know, screw your freedom. He's put his cards on the table. I know the capture of those people now. And you, you want me to just take that information, throw it in the bin and pretend it never happened. That is dumb, to be honest, to do that. I, I, I'm interested in what you say about Galloway, because in many ways, I find him an attractive character because he he's 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 flamboyant unpredictable very articulate capable of being mm -hmm. funny um and he's right on quite a lot of issues and he's brave on quite a lot of issues but of course that is how they they roll that's how they how they grab the attention of of the awake community look he's brave he's telling it like it is therefore he must be me i tell you what i i think that these remind me of um they remind me of deep deep cover of, of sleeper agents of of people who are inserted into the culture decades ago I mean, there was a, there was a there wasn't there a a, a a TV series about this? I think called The Americans, where where these sort of Soviet spies were inserted into. I didn't watch it, so I'm I'm on shaky yeah. ground here. But but yeah. we we know that these people exist, and the the point about these sleeper agents is that until they are given the signal 
to come out of cover. They remain in cover. And you don't know that they're not what they say they are until the point where they, they emerge and do the bad thing which shows them who they are. So, yeah. for example, um, Douglas Murray. D- Douglas Murray yeah. has spent years, years cultivating this, this um, very successful persona as the darling yeah. of, 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 of the right and an outspoken yeah. critic of, you know, brave, suicidely brave, out, out, uh, um, outspoken critic criticism of, of Islam and, and talking about um, red meat issues like, like immigration. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it was only during COVID that he first, you know, when, when he, 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 did, he refused to do the thing he should have done, which is like call out the jabs and yeah. call out the, 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 yeah. the fascist he didn't do anything. stuff. He didn't do yeah. do any of that. In the, in the same way, just going back to the to Steve Kirsch. Steve Kirsch has has spent quite a long time. I mean, a couple of years establishing his book, his 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 cover. I think it's called a book, isn't it? In 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 spy terms, where you, you've you've got the yeah. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm know. sure. Mi five will be on to me and correct me if they're listening into this. But so so you establish I'm your credibility listening now. Could you tell us in the comments? Of course, they bloody are. I mean, the, 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 so um, what do you do if you're Steve Kirsch and no one's heard of you? Um, you you say. I'm here because I can be because I'm a millionaire and that gives me access to, to, you know, um, to, to your, to your world. Cause I, the, you know, I, I can afford to, yeah. to, to market myself, yeah. but yeah. it's okay. I'm going to do yeah. some maverick things. I'm going to, um, do this bet thing. Isn't he? he hasn't, hasn't he, he made this bet where there's a, there's a large prize. Oh, uh, he does it all time. Who, like I said, it's endless confrontation. Yeah. But I'll, get, I'll give you another go, one more dead giveaway on this thing. Go on. Well, yeah, it, it, it's like I'm prepared to put my money on the line um, for this cause. Mm. So what's not to like about me, guys? Yeah. I, I don't, he, that's all showmanship. Uh, I don't think there's any substance to any of it. But, you know, another easy way of understanding that's a PSYOP is that he has a 230, I think, slide pdf powerpoint slide deck literally 230 pages and i look through it and i think is there a we a graph of mortality in new zealand i mean there might be one a little screen grab but basically no the answer is no there's no analysis of total mortality no analysis of seasonality there's no analysis of uh, mortality rate there's no analysis of age standardized mortality rate there's no information on vaccine adverse reactions in New Zealand, which has a big database of adverse reactions, which is the obvious place to start if you were interested in vaccine harms. Um, oh, he doesn't have anything about a citizen. The citizens have run a parallel um, that the citizens have set up a parallel um, adverse reaction database. He's got nothing from that. Um, he, literally none of the data points you would look at in day one are in 230 pages of slides there's okay someone's going to show me look i found one or half of one maybe but it's basically nothing and that's like another dead giveaway you, you just like this makes no sense 
you, you're not starting from the absolute ABC basics of really looking at these um, uh, vaccine related deaths. Um, what do we know for, for, for a fact about New Zealand? Well, you, say, you, you say that there are well, what we know for reactions. a fact is, yeah, I mean, what they, I think there's 66,000 adverse reactions in the database. Um, I don't necessarily want to be quoted on that because it's off the top of my head, but I can tell you there's 184 deaths that they have looked at to do with the vaccine. Now, that's a bit low, but it's it's a number to start with. And But the problem is, the one thing they have done not well is to say four of those, only four of those are directly attributable to the vaccine. So, well, at least they've acknowledged that they're vaccine deaths, but the number of four is ridiculous. But, the, you know, the, there's enough data there to start with. And the, the citizens have run a parallel vac, uh, vaccine injury database. Uh, all volunteers, again, it's all doctors, former nurses, what have you, processing uh, people's claims saying I've been vac vaccine injured. They they set up a whole different system and that's got 500 deaths in it. So, you know, that's your starting point. None of that's mentioned in all this other hand-waving stuff he has. Do we, I, I met this, this Kiwi the other day. I think it may have been, I was, I was hunting at the time. And she told me that the government coercion during during the covid nonsense reached such a fascistic pitch that the government was threatening mm. to they say wherever you are we're going to track you down and um and and you know in mm. your homes and, and we're going to come and get you and if you don't if you're not if you won't take the jab we're going to make you take the jab and she said yeah yeah that People, she, she lived in, she lived in rural New Zealand. Well, I suppose there's no other kind of New Zealand except for rural New Zealand. But she said that the people she knew were, were, um, were making escape plans. They all had escape plans written down. Um, they had one of those bags that's ready to go at the drop of a hat, carrying their essential supplies. And they, they were, they were working out how they were going to escape the country all this stuff i mean new zealand the country which we always used yeah. to imagine back in the day was that was the the yeah. final when it all kicked off when nuclear war broke it's, out it's, and we have to it's rural england from the 50s isn't it it's a preservation of 1950s england and then that was supposed to be our escape location right not the other uh, way around yeah and and here were these people she said she said it was was awful but she also said yeah that the resistance was was quite strong that that i do do we know how many kiwis what percentage of the population you, you say that there's five thousand five million is it 90 percent four, four million from five million and if you if you take the over 12s it's 90 percent, 91 percent or something took the first jab and most of those moved through to the next jabs so it's only 10 percent so, didn't get the first jab Ten percent, yeah. That, but that, but that's still quite a lot. I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound Pollyanna-ish here, but that's still quite a lot, given how much pressure was put on them to take take this thing. Oh God. Yeah. Now, one of our members is in New Zealand, and she was a nurse, and she they destroyed her career, and she's doing odd odds and pieces now, lifelong nurse, because she wouldn't take the injection. It's like a life ruined for nothing. You know, it's just terrible. I, 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 these politicians say I have no time for them. No, I mean, 
the, so the, the current Kiwi administration is trying to, well, it's another psyop where they're trying to pretend that no, it's okay. We, we want to, yeah. we want to cut ourselves off from the part of Jacinda horseface man woman. Um, and, and we're yeah. going to look, see how we're, we are going to stop this, this, this weird smoke, uh, ban on tobacco that we were going to introduce, whereby we're going to phase it out so that people of a certain yeah. age would never taste a cigarette. No, we're not going to do that anymore. That's too extreme. Yeah. We're, we're, we're reasonable. But meanwhile, you've yeah. got people we'll in New Zealand. Five years like, onto the timetable or something. Yeah, yeah. But you, you've <laughs> yeah. just given me an example of why the legacy lives on. That 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 you've got people whose livelihoods, lives were ruined just because they didn't want to take an experimental death shot. Yeah. It's Are they going to get compensation? I mean, the whole thing is criminal. I mean, not those people. I, I, I think there'll be, you know, again, you know, there'll be some vaccine compensation somewhere, but who's going to pay that? You're going to pay that. I'm going to pay that from our taxes. I mean, we're not in New Zealand, obviously, but we'll pay that. We, the people that try to stop this happening, will get that from our tax money and we'll hand it to some poor other person who ended up injured. I mean, these guys are long gone, right? Jacinda Ardern will be raking in millions in the Blair Foundation and we're the chumps will pick will. up the bit for all of this yeah yeah um do you have any thoughts on the way that the 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 mainstream media has been handling adverse reactions the way that they've focused on astrazeneca which has become the the um the whipping boy for the entire vax industry and i was thinking Given given what you, you and I know about how these how devious these people are and, and how everything is pre-planned, yeah, w- that extraordinary yeah. moment at Wimbledon when that ghastly yeah. stupid woman who got made a dame um, got a standing ovation at, at Wimbledon and the look of horror and discomfort yeah. on her face yeah. was not the, was not. Yeah the, the yeah. expression you'd expect of a woman being celebrated for a job well done as if yeah. even then she yeah. knew that she was being set up to be she knew of course this is what knew. she looks like uh, guys yeah. do you think yeah 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 now i i'm not sure about that narrative but i can tell you a narrative that mr bridgen and quite a few of those american guys are pushing and that is the the narrative that the our trials were kind of okay and the stuff we got was kind of okay but those naughty people went and made something completely different. That's a narrative, and that's to, to basically split away any liability from the from the sort of regulator and the politicians that, oh, you know, the trail stuff was kind of okay, but it was all that crappy manufacturing. Have you not, have you not uh, felt that? This is new to me, Alex. This is extraordinary. No, because no, if it's one a big thing... narrative. They keep repeating it. That it was the big bad farmer went and manufactured something that was slightly different from what was trialed, and and by implication, the stuff that was trialed was sort of okay, but the the the, the bad farmer people made something slightly different, and that's what caused all the damage. So, they, so they're trying to split this? the process. Uh, Bridgen is definitely pushing that over and over again, and one of those American names, I don't remember his name now also but essentially they're all pushing that story that the it was the manufacturing process that deviated from the trial which kind of implies it was good at the trial stage where it's crap at the trial stage and even crapper 
at the manufacturing stage as truth, but they're trying to imply that the trial stage, which is really where the politicians get stuck in, because that's them and the regulator, that bit of it was kind of okay, and it was some crazy guys in uh, manufacturing that messed it all up for everybody. They're definitely trying to send that narrative. That is extraordinary, because if there's one thing everyone who is awake knows or ought to know, it's we, yeah. we, we, heard, we heard the whistleblower it, who, who was so shocked about the trials that, 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 that she, she, she spoke out at risk to her life because that's what happens when you, when you, when you blow the whistle on the pharmaceutical in, mm-hmm. industry. Um, yeah. how, can they, how can they rewrite history like that in, in, so blatantly? They keep doing it. They keep saying that over and over again. I think, I mean, I, um, I shouldn't say too much, but I think if you more or less every time you listen to Andrew Bridgen on the vaccine, he will push that line that, oh, That's... we just found out. We just found out that they made something that was different from what was licensed and therefore it's all their fault. I was going to make a point. I, I was halfway to making a point and then I sort of, as usual, I forgot what my point was going to be when I was talking about sleeper agents and, and, mm-hmm. and, and so on. Um, I think that this is again something that people who, on our side who who are, I call them the sort of the kumbaya faction. You know, let's all sit in a circle and 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 hold hands, even if some of our people stink. You know, we should still love them because yeah. because they purport to be on our side. Um, what they say um, is that so and so is providing information that's helpful, and and they can't understand why somebody like that could be dangerous they say look yeah. i've got discernment they say especially if they're a christian they they, they think that they've yeah, got a yeah. special gift from look, God. you don't get it I've... you don't get it because i've got a special relationship with this guy yeah, yeah. i can tell uh, but my, it's, my it's, dis- it, go on my discernment enables me to sift what they're saying and i can see instantly which bits are true and which bits are are yeah. harmful and i I take the stuff that's helpful to me and I ignore the rest or I discard it. And you think, isn't that great? Everyone on our side is so bloody discerning that, that they, can see, they yeah. can see the truth at every turn. I think what yeah. they don't understand yeah. is that until the sleeper agent gets their trigger, you don't even know what, their, what the function is, what the plan of this person is. What, so, yeah. so we've now learned that the function yeah. of Steve Kirsch is to... Is to amplify false information which when um cited by by skeptics then discredits them as 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 being gullible and hysterical that's we didn't know that before yeah. until he showed his colors we didn't know what what his purpose yeah. was and now we do yeah. so yeah. It, it, it's no good sitting there saying well, I can't see what harm they're going to do, um, so we may as well just just let them let them get on with doing what they do because because when they do bad things, we'll we'll see through them. That's not how it works. You often don't see through them when they're doing the bad right. thing that they were they were they were put there to do. Well, to, to be fair, all the sort of like heavyweight bigoters they didn't touch that uh, data leak because the other thing to know about it is it's been going around the houses for I think the best part of a year and a half um so i think i i don't want to name names but uh um i, I dm'd a few people i said no no we didn't we didn't touch it we we were skeptical so i think the serious people did, didn't didn't jump jump on the baited hook 
but a lot of others will um and uh, and as you said it's uh, it's just it 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 um discredits the people that get associated with it it divides the anti-vaccine movement and it just soaks up an enormous amount of attention which at the same time buries the real people and i think that's that's a subtle angle that that not many people have thought through which is what i realized with the bots that the bots not only do they amplify the the bad guys they actually of course then bury the good guys at the same time by default and that's also going on in this process you yes. know like i said the new zealand this new zealand organization that really is working you know 24 7 fighting tooth and nail with a vaccine injured no one's ever heard of them and no one ever will hear of well they might hear of them if we do our job but everything the whole attention will be grabbed by the Kirsch circus and and that'll dominate everything uh mean me you know or certainly this alternative media is now dominated by that story and it's going to rum rumble on for as long as they could possibly I mean, I, get away I mean, with it not now alex because thanks to the massive reach of the delling pod we've just revealed their plans and they're not going to get away with it it'd be like the moment where the the uh, scoob and his gang they they pull off their masks and it turns out to be the guy who owns the fairground. He was the ghost all (laughs) along. Um, Yeah, that's, uh, that's what we're dealing with every day. I was very taken by your remark that this is essentially a, about morality and that one cannot deal with people who are, morally compromised on any level um and I, I think again this is something that people don't on our side don't really quite get they, they're they're more interested in being nice than they are yeah. in being ruthlessly guided by the truth and and a, yeah. a niceness and the truth are very uncomfortable bed bedfellows niceness is 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 yeah, a yeah. is a sort of is it is an image thing it's something that you anyone anyone could be nice yeah. i mean i one of the one of the nicest actors i ever interviewed was tom hanks i thought tom you're such a lovely yeah. guy you're just exactly like the like you know I, I hoped you'd be oh tom tom it's amazing and and you were so good in that movie where where you were an astronaut who who rescued the the spacecraft with a pen or whatever i think that was the film i was i was doing at the time Mm. um and i was an innocent abroad then and i look back on 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 that interview now and i think well of course he was nice because that's his designated role he's tom hanks the nice guy who also happens to be an actor and of course the actor thing should have been a red flag for me yeah, of course an actor can act nice. It's what they do. They they can pretend to be whatever you want them to be. They're like prostitutes in a way, you know. Today I'll I'll be yeah. your your yeah. um your naughty schoolgirl. <laughs> it's but it's, I, I, I really think let's get over this bloody thing about this this kumbaya mentality. I would if people think that I'm going to be nice to people just because niceness is nicer than than nastiness they completely understand the yeah. point of what I do, which is to reveal the truth at whatever yeah. cost. And I think you're, yeah. you're the same. Because yeah, you're going tr- to be nice to the guy that thinks the planet's overpopulated. You're gonna, we're going to go and give him a hug, right? He wants us dead, essentially. 
he'd be happy if a whole load of people sterilized oh well who knows you know where where that where the ball is going to land on that and we're going to go and be nice to him okay got it well you can be nice to him but i'm going down guns blazing you know there's i'm not going to be nice to a guy who essentially wants to exterminate my liberty and and everything else you know i'm i'm going to stand uh, i'm going to stand against them for you know, as long as possible that's it we we are at war here um and it's a it's a war yes. in the material world and simultaneously it's a war in the spiritual world and people who are yes. misleading us either on the level of the spiritual the nature of the spiritual world or the material world are not people that we should be nice to it's it's as simple as that because they are the enemy in fact they're, they're worse they are the yeah. they are the enemy within who are even worse than the enemy at the gates yeah. You know, when when when, when yep. the enemy is wearing wearing clear um, uh, uniforms which, which indicate that they are the enemy, that's fine. But when they're dressed like us and talking like us and and hanging with us, yeah. those are the ones we really want to watch. I I, I give you a ballpark figure. I would say eighty percent of our side is it's not our side. I would say twenty percent maybe is genuine. And again, the tell is always people without the traffic. It's always the Miri's, the Athings, Simon Elmer's, the the guys who are sort of buried, who really are the guys who are helping. They're doing cutting edge, amazing research, and they just don't have the oxygen. That's a that's a tell for the good guys, you know. But I would say eighty percent of of our side is compromised or useful idiots or you know working directly for the for the bad guys or whatever. They're not with us, you know. They are. They are either distraction, they're white noise, they're fifth column, various functions, divide and, uh, divide and conquer is the one that they form cliques within cliques. Uh, you know, this Steve Kirsch thing, he, you know, I would say, let's say on the anti-vaccine side, uh, maybe 60% could be with him and they'll be furious with me now. And I just have to live with that. Okay, so now I've lost 60% of the people I may have interacted with. But that's what want. They want the division. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so all the people who are now getting worked up about you and me are basically, yeah. come on, enemy, let's help you. Well, we're, let us yeah. do exactly what you, our enemies, want us to do. And let us, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's like, annoying. And it, what, where are they going to be on the next, uh, what are, where are these people going to be on the next turn of the wheel? So, okay, so bridge and coerced vaccine. Malhotra said it was safe. Campbell recommended it, but they've woken up now. Now the next thing comes on, whatever, the climate lockdown. You're going to put your money on those guys standing tall instead of doing what they did last time, which is just push the agenda. Is that really? And you're not going to listen to the Cahills, the Bakhtis who did stand up. It's like, this is very, very dumb to this whole waking up thing. I find, and there is, of course, an element of waking up, but being dead wrong and then flipping to me is not it's not a good qualification when you can have people who are dead right from the beginning that me no one can ever explain to me why that makes sense yeah I, I i two years ago i i i think i wouldn't have agreed with you because i would have i was less yeah i was i was more naive then hardcore i just thought yeah. why can't we all get along you know if somebody's saying the right yeah. thing give him a break well, I, we're, we're happy to get along, but when someone says you can't leave your house, 
and you, we're going to shove this crap into you or else you'll lose your livelihood. They're not going to be too friendly anymore at that point. Yeah, yeah, but but you see, that that's an extreme example. I'm thinking more about the Alex Joneses and even the Tuckers. You know, look, here am I. I love Tucker. I would love to get him on the pod, yeah. I think. But is he a is he a, an asset? I think probably he is. I mean, you know. Yeah, I not, don't not know. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I, with Jones, when he said that 17% I died within a year, I just knew it's total bullshit. He knows, he knows it's bullshit. And therefore, his credibility and everything's gone. He's amplifying a story that's completely fake, that was to pieces. So it's like, okay, that's it now. That's all I need. But the, I, I don't know so much with uh, any of the others, really. No. Um, it's a bit of, it, it, I, I hate having a kind of a, a podcast so blackpilled, so close to Christmas. But I think we, it's just. It's all good gotta... because look, the grassroots, the grassroots are so good, those people. There's so many organizations, but I've got to tell your viewers, if you guys don't get behind the grassroots and that grassroots thing dies, it's over. Because you have to either volunteer or fund with a four pound or a ten pound or something those grassroots things. Because against it's so David and Goliath, and we literally have Goliath on the other side, and we have these grassroots things that are starving, starved of money, starved of volunteers, starved of media attention, or not media, but even alternative media attention. They're starved of, and you know the, the people have to get behind those organisations big time. Because if they don't, and that, and if those last sort of resistance uh, organisations, like you said, the guys with their bags back to New Zealand, uh, they're, they're gone, right? And then the New Zealand falls. You know, that's the last stand. Ten percent of the unvaccinated, they were the last man standing. And we, we, you know, our organisations, your platform, like we know the other guys, Miri, Simon, they, all of us need funding for our work, yeah. and we're not getting it. But also. Like, if you're gonna gonna support me, and I hope you will, don't support me because you think I'm this little kitten in a basket with a blue ribbon round my neck and and different coloured eyes, and and it's the shots being played. You know, don't do it because you think, oh, he's so sweet and nice. Do it because what I'm doing is 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 well, it is brave and and important and motivated just by a, an obsessive desire to find out what is true and sift out what is false you know that's the mission i've been given and i think it's a holy mission because i think that that truth is an expression of of of, of god and that we live in a world of lies i mean if you don't understand that i'm not sure that you can really consider yourself truly awake if you it, look You've you've made the journey that the the heroic journey from the world of illusion, which is what most people live in, that the spell that we are that, that is cast upon us by these people who run the world through deception. This has been this is a story as old as time. That's how they they, they don't necessarily rule us through military might because because after all the soldiers they use are are, are us too. Us. They are largely dependent. The, the, their control mechanism is deception. So if you understand that the world we live in is one of deception, then you must be alive to the possibility that even people on the awake side of the argument 
may not be what they seem. You can't just abandon your, you. You can't just go. I'm in. I'm in the awake camp now, and everyone's my friend. Everyone's trustworthy. And how dare mm. you knock him? Because like he told me mm. some stuff I mm. wanted to hear. It can't work like that. Mm. You have to be a no. no. Anyway, lecturer lesson. Well, we, I had that Jamie Franklin read me the famous uh, section from the Bible about truth. I can't, I don't remember it verbatim, but you know, you're of your father, and and that one, the, the uh, and there was no truth in him. Uh, I can't remember the exact wording, but it's very powerful when he when Jamie Franklin's obviously, it, it's you know, if you're lying, you are of the devil essentially, and uh, it's a very strong. Well, he's the verse. prince of lies. The the prince of yeah. lies does. Does it says in in two Corinthians that the 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 devil is the, the Satan is the god of this world, um, with, yeah. with with God's permission, obviously. But nevertheless, that is the deal. And you just if you doubt it, look around you, look how the me look look what the media does, look what the scientific science yeah safe and effective scientific establishment just does. that alone safe and effective drummed into you for two years before shit it's deadly and not effective. Sorry. How bad. Um, Alex, where can people find you and see your stuff and your research? Uh, we're on, yeah, we're on thinkingcoalition.org. And like I said, all of the other organizations, we definitely need some funding. The work we've done has been, you know, without being too arrogant, has been top shelf. I mean, we've warned people about everything with all the receipts, which requires thousands of hours of research work. And uh, so look on thinkingcoalition.org. Uh, we're always looking for credible volunteers. The only criteria is your post-state overreach. And we don't care about anything mm. else. There's any age, anything, doesn't matter. Um, and I'm on, um, I'm on Twitter on um, at thinkingslow1. And also in the background, there's a lot of people don't see, but there's uh, on, on our sort of weekly list now, it's about 14 of us. So it's, and, it's, and it's reasonably widely spread. And sort of, it is a bit of an organisation now. And you so do look do at good... us, uh, buy me a coffee or Patreon. You do do great work, Alex. And 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 I, people like me. I mean, I'm a Nazi bent. I'm 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 kind of good at the chat and stuff, but I'm not very good at digging into the raw data, which is why I try to sort of stay. I, I recommend people watch the podcast you do with William Briggs which confirms what, what you've been saying. But I didn't really want to get bogged down in that because it's not really where no, I am. It's so, all there. So thank you. It's all there, yeah. Thank you for being a, a, yeah, a, a, a physics wonk on, on, my, on my side because we need brains like yours as well as scatter brains. Well, like, without you, like, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't have even made... You know, you're the only guy, to be fair, not like kissing up, but you gave us a break, you gave Miri a break, you gave Morgoth the break... You gave Simon Elmerake. You're the only guy in this whole crappy alternative media sphere, really, who gives good people a break. Like, where you think this bloody Hartley Brewer's going to invite anyone on to talk about anything serious? There's just no way. No, so, you know, this is, it. This is the true. only step on the ladder. Yeah. Oh, that's really that's really nice of you to say so. Um, and if you want to um, find me, support me, I've got I've got this really good new website um, uh, designed by my friend Andrew. He's done a fantastic job, um, and it's James www.jamesdellingpole.co.uk. I think um, I'm pretty sure it's that. Um, 
I wonder if I should check just now. Um, and uh, also there is um, my Substack, which is well worth... Oh, uh, yeah, it is. It's jamesdellingpod.co.uk. I always get confused between .com and .co.uk. jamesdellingpod.co.uk. You can find all sorts of information about me, um, how to support me, and how to get adverts on the on the site. I'm not. I'm not just saying this. People who've advertised with me say they've, because I, I suppose I've got a, a loyal audience who are interested in the products and are actually yeah. committed. You get a lot of bang for your buck. Um, and also, so Substack, I think, is my favorite platform at the moment. You get early access to my, to my podcast. I'm now going to start delaying them quite a long time because I want people who support me. You know, I, I love all my listeners, but I want people who support me to get value added otherwise you know anyone can freeload if i if i just put my stuff out the day i i i make it um so please please do support me on substack i really i i, I really appreciate it. i do need it and also um if you don't want to do that buy me a coffee i like coffee as well and support alex as well thank you alex and happy christmas thank you and you